it is time to play a game called Irish Drinking Song. <laughs> Welcome to Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are a married couple who like to shoot the shit about movies. That we do? That we do. And it's St. Patty's Day. Yay! Yay! So we're all Irish today. Yes, I'm actually half Irish. Are you? You're Irish, aren't you, too? I'm a European mutt, so yes, I have some Irish in there. Okay, sure. <laughs> You're just white, Scott. <laughs> Pretty much. So we we thought we'd do a, a special episode today, seeing as how our episode actually f- falls on St. Patrick's Day. We wanted to do a St. Patty's themed movie, and I thought, what better film, what better masterpiece than Disney Channel's own Luck of the Irish, released in 2001, which means it's the 20-year anniversary of Luck of the Irish. And, oh, does this movie show every single one of its 20 years. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So there was a talk about which St. Paddy's Day movie to do. There really wasn't. Scott (laughs) likes to think there was. He wanted me to watch the Leprechaun movie, and I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that. I watch fucking Luck of the Irish on St. Paddy's Day, goddammit. And that's what we're going to talk about. Maybe next year uh, we'll get some Warwick Davis in here. Maybe not, but okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Luck of the Irish, it's a movie. Um, Yeah, it's a movie. That's it. It's a movie. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day. This was prime time of the Disney Channel original movie. This film was one of 10 DCOMs released in 2001, which is the second highest year behind 2000. So 2000-2001 was the heyday of 50 cent budget, (laughs) quickly churn them out like Pillsbury Doughboy cookies, DCOMs, which... I, I love this era of Disney Channel. This was like when I was a kid, so this is my prime time watching Disney Channel, really. Yeah, like I'm trying to remember some of them. I know you had the Even Stevens movie. Uh, You had Cadet Kelly. Oh, yeah, that was around this time, too. I loved Cadet Kelly. <laughs> uh, Luck of the Irish. I'm pretty sure Lizzie McGuire had a movie. Yeah, but that was actually theatrical. Was Lizzie that really? McGuire was hot shit. Was that actually theatrical? Yes. Jesus Christ. Absolutely. <laughs> hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> showing my fucking Disney affinity here for sure. Okay, so here, here's the tea, guys. On the day that this premiered, Luck of the Irish, it was the highest rated DCOM ever with 5.2 million viewers. And it played on Disney Channel every St. Patrick's Day for like ever i don't know if it still does but it's currently available on disney plus which is how we watched it so if you haven't had the the pleasure the sheer unmitigated joy of watching luck of the irish on saint patty's day please please do it (laughs) either before or after you listen to us actually after you listen to us finish this and then watch it (laughs) Uh, honestly, this movie, it's got a lot of the issues of a lot of low-budget garbage movies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Disney Channel original movies have a lot of the same issues in that they are low-budget garbage. <laughs> 
you watch it and you want to be like, yeah, you know, that was a movie that was meant to entertain my child for an hour and 15 minutes or so. Right. Even like when we did High School Musical, which also is basically a decom. Yeah. No, it is. It it was on Disney Channel. So it was a decom. I, I bet you some people who are big fans of that would like to argue that. No, they wouldn't. This is the because <laughs> it's a decom. That's a fact. Well, we know how facts go nowadays. <laughs> um. Alternative facts. <laughs> High School Musical was nominated for five Oscars. Oh God, this has a lot of the similar problems to High School Musical. Is even down to basketball. Yeah, this is a basketball movie too. Every time they were playing basketball, I went to Scott. I just went right up to say, "Get your head in the game." Gotta get your get your head in the game. We gotta get it, get it, get it, get ahead in the game. We gotta get your get your head in the game. We gotta get it, get it, get it, get ahead in the game. He like shivered, as if he was experiencing like post traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Despite the fact that decoms are generally cornball trash. There's like 160-something decoms to date. That's so insane. They're still, they're still cranking them out. <laughs> so this movie was directed by a Mr. Paul Hohen, and he was for sure Hohen for Disney Channel because he made several other decoms, including True Confessions. Did you ever see that one? Nope. Shia LaBeouf? Nope. That was a good one. Uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Jump in. That's the one with Corbin Blue, and he does jump rope. That's the movie. <laughs> and it was written by uh, a Mr. Andrew Price, who also on his uh, IMDb, he has worked on several Star Trek Voyager episodes. And uh, we have a Mark Edens, who has several cartoon credits, including the Ghostbusters cartoon, Okay. The Police Academy cartoon, which I didn't know was a thing. Neither did I. Uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, the Beetlejuice cartoons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X-Men the Animated Series, and the RoboCop cartoon, which again, didn't know that was a thing. That, that one I knew. I, I feel like, all, like so many 80s movies got cartoon series oh, yeah. that Co- were like just a, run, like a one-off season thing and no one's ever heard of it again. Well, a ton of them had cartoons made of them, which is funny because RoboCop's an R-rated movie about a guy getting blown away by a bunch of gangsters and then having his life basically torn asunder when he's forced to become a robot. But we'll get there because Frankie hasn't seen RoboCop. No, no, it's it's on our list. But um yeah, so I, I I look back on this film with happy memories and I'm excited to talk about it. Scott, are we ready to get into the nitty-gritty? Yeah, let's get into the nitty-gritty of Luck of the Irish. Oh boy. So we we open immediately in a dream sequence with our main character Kyle, played by Ryan Merriman, who we actually talked about on a previous episode of Shoot the Flick when we discussed 42. Yes, you played a racist player for the Dodgers. Yes. In this movie, however, he is not playing a racist middle-aged baseball player. He's playing a, like, 15-year-old little shit with frosted tips (laughs) because it's 2001. (laughs) Yeah, but remember when we all used to do that? And he is having a, a nightmare about heritage day at his school and he's scared about it because 
he doesn't really know what his heritage is. And he's like, oh, no, everyone has a heritage except me. Wah. All he knows is his father's from Cleveland. Right. Well, he's woken up by his nerdy Caucasian parents and he asks them, what's my heritage? And they immediately start avoiding the question. The dad's just like, oh, we're from Cleveland. And the yeah. mom's like, we're Americans. That's all Americans. Yeah. You know, if I was from the city where the Browns play, I'd be upset, too. So, oh, you know, no, <laughs> a sports reference. I don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> So the parents send little Kyle off to school and they're like, today's the quarterfinals for basketball. Kyle, you better make sure you wear your lucky coin to the game tonight. And he puts on his lucky coin, which is like a little gold coin on a chain and he wears it around his neck every day. And we cut to the quarterfinals later that day and Kyle is the star player. He's our Troy Bolton of this movie. Which, okay, this basketball sequence, the ball gets stolen. Kyle's friend tips it away. Kyle dives at it with seconds left. Handball slaps the ball towards the net, clearly like a mile away and it goes in. This is what I mean when I say they don't get basketball right in movies because there's no way this kid just slaps the ball in mid-dive and knocks the ball into the hoop. But it is possible, Scott, because he's a lucky duck. He's good at basketball. He finds money in the street just walking. So Kyle wins the game, basically, for the team. And we cut to the next day in school. And this is like one of those over-the-top cheese-tastic Disney Channel kind of scene. The only thing missing here is a poster with Kyle's face on yes. it. Yes! <laughs> with his giant face on it. So he's he's walking through the halls with his best friend, Russell, played by Glendon Chapman. And he is just the hottest shit to ever shit. <laughs> he's one of those guys, he's so hot right now that if he looked at the girl... Did his finger gun point at them? They'd melt. They'd be like, oh! <laughs> yeah, he's walking through the halls. Everyone's applauding him when he walks through the halls. It's like, okay, I don't think anyone in school takes basketball this seriously, but okay. Ball is life, bro. Yeah. And also, there's a group of kids, I just want to mention, with a big fucking boombox just dancing. And I'm like, that's not a thing that kids do. <laughs> it's funny because as a guy who was a high school athlete... I don't remember anybody being like, yo, that game was awesome, man. You did such a good job. That was awesome. Like, no, no, nobody cared. Yeah. Hell, the only people who went to the games were the people's parents. Oh, no, but in Disney Channel movies, every sports event, the, the bleachers are packed with students, teachers, and parents alike oh. cheering like it's fucking Super Bowl. So Kyle's friend Bonnie comes up to him in the hall and Bonnie is played by Alexis Lopez. And she asks him about Heritage Day. And she's like, oh, well, what are you going to do? Everyone has a heritage. What are you going to do for Heritage Day? And he completely avoids the question. Is like a little snarky smartass to her. He goes, all that matters is I'm American. Kyle goes home. And at dinner that night, his mom serves him some vegan trash. And <laughs> Kyle keeps poking at his parents to tell him about 
their heritage and the way they film this scene is very weird it's kind of like a fish islands at least for part of it yeah it's it's also like on a dutch angle of parts yeah the score too at this part is very like nefarious it just it's making it very crystal clear that something is amiss something is being hidden from kyle and then right after that scene after making it incredibly obvious that they the parents are hiding something, Kyle has a little voiceover narration and it just goes, I had a feeling that my parents were hiding something from me. And it's just like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, Kyle, stay in school, bro. Hey, 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 he's a basketball player. You were a football player and you were also smart. You can be both. We learned from High School Musical, you can be two things, Scott. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, this is Disney Channel. You can be one thing and no, one thing only. You can be smart and do no, theater. No, 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 no. no. Troy Bolton told us we don't have to <laughs> stick to the status quo. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. Kyle decides to investigate his heritage by Googling his last name. Johnson. Now, Scott, what do you think is like the most common white person name? Johnson. <laughs> in the world. Johnson or Smith? Yeah. Um, he literally just goes in the computer and types Johnson. And it's just like, dude, there's a bajillion Johnsons in the world. What are you doing? Yeah. In your school alone... There has to be at least four other Johnsons. At least. So he's getting nowhere. And then he goes poking around in his parents' stuff and he finds his dad's yearbook. But his name isn't really Johnson. Yeah, he has a different name. So Kyle is super suspicious. He thinks maybe his parents were like in witness protection or something. Frankie automatically thinks that he should jump to serial killers. Yeah, I thought maybe they were serial killers on the run. That's where my mind goes because I'm a sicko, I guess. <laughs> but I see, I brought up hiding from the mob because that makes the most sense, you know? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's more than serial killers. <laughs> As he's talking to Russell about this, he comes across a poster for an Irish step dancing festival. Because, you know, all towns have an Irish step dancing festival. Sure. And he sees on the poster the symbol that's on his lucky coin. So he's like, maybe I'm Irish. I don't know. And Russell's like, well, let's go to the festival and look around. Let's see. You know, let's let's check it out. So Kyle and Russell end up going to the festival, which just happens to be going on right at that time. Of course. And they meet this old man. He's got a very obvious, over-the-top Irish accent. Oh, and he's talking shit to Kyle about his shoes and how they're shitty shoes because they weren't handmade by an Irishman. And he shows off his fancy handmade shoes with a snake embossed in the sole of the shoe. Yes, but this man also has something weird about him where he flips a bunch of coins into the air and they magically land in a nice little pile. Yes, and then... Kyle and Russell look up and the guy's gone. And they're just like, what the fuck just happened? I hate it when he does that. And then Kyle and Russell come across kind of the main event of this festival, which is Seamus McTiernan, who is an Irish step dancer. He's not just any Irish step dancer. He's the lord of the dance. 
oh yes and every time he goes through the crowd and touches someone they start irish step dancing randomly and this guy seamus mctiernan is played by someone who scott and i both know and love for different reasons <laughs> timothy amundsen who played lassie in psych Woo! which scott loves and he also played kane in supernatural which obviously if you've listened to this show you know i love because <laughs> every chance I get to reference someone who was in Supernatural, I do. Psyche was on for the whole time, and he's unbelievably funny as the kind of bumbling but still hard-edged cop. I'm not biting down on your toe. Damn it, Gus. When a man asks you to bite his toe, you bite his toe. But he's he's fun in this. He's having a great time. Oh, yeah. He's clearly having a good time. Spoiler alert. He's going to end up being our villain. So he's just going to be having a grand old time. He, he starts this performance with the step dancing. And Russell's watching it. And he turns around and looks at Kyle. And Kyle is just magically like, he hears the Irish music. And he just starts step dancing and he's like, I don't know how I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yes, of course, because, you know, that's what happens. You hear the music of your people and you just start dancing. And you suddenly have rhythm. But as Kyle is dancing, he gets knocked down by one of Seamus's little lackeys, I guess. Yeah, he gets bumped by this guy who switches Kyle's coin off his neck, mm -hmm. which is on the necklace. So I wonder how... In the short span of time, this guy takes the coin off his neck, puts a fake coin with the same necklace back on... Magic, dear. Magic. <laughs> that doesn't make a... The magic of the leprechauns. <laughs> doesn't make a lick of sense. So, yes, we, we don't realize it at this point as the audience, but this lackey of Seamus McTiernan has switched out Kyle's magic coin with a fake one. And the next morning, Kyle wakes up, he goes downstairs to breakfast and his mom, who before this point has been very straight laced, very uptight, hair in a bun, prim and proper. She now has her hair down in these loose curls and she's cooking up some eggs and bacon. She also has started talking with a bit of an Irish brogue. Yeah, just just a little bit. Uh, her husband even goes, uh, honey, are you okay? And she goes, oh, I'm fine. And the mom suddenly at the breakfast table decides to say, now, son, I know you've been asking about your heritage. I'm going to tell you what it is. And the dad's like, um, um, but the, uh, uh, maybe don't know. And before he can stop her, she says, we're Irish. And... Kyle's like, okay, why didn't you just tell me that before? And she's like, well, son, we wanted to protect you from the discrimination that Irish people would get. And we literally were sitting there like, oh, God, no, no. Well, <laughs> You're but, fucking white and Irish. You well, don't he, get discriminated against anymore. And even I think I think Kyle says it, too. He goes, yeah, he does. He's he, like, that was like 100 years ago that Irish got discriminated against. Like, what the fuck? Even if you baking up a lie like this that's not the lie you need to bake up here that's what kind of opens like up a can of worms really like obviously if you've seen the movie you know in reality they're leprechauns and that's why they never told them because you know leprechauns but like why couldn't you just tell them hey we're irish done it's over he would just you know make some corned beef and cabbage for heritage day and that would be the end of that it wouldn't be a big fucking deal <laughs> 
But no, you had to like be so secretive about it. Even like later on in the movie, the parents are like, we should have told you this a long time ago. And I'm like, yeah, you really should have because you could have avoided all this misery. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have a movie, Frankie. True, true. We, we can't live without the cultural significance of the luck of the Irish. <laughs> she even gives him lunch to bring to school, which is like a... In a bucket. <laughs> it's a bucket of like fish guts it looks like it's fucking disgusting i i don't know it looks bad i understand oh it's funny uh cuisine from other countries isn't american cuisine Ah, it's funny it looks weird but i've had irish food it's good fucking food for the most part yeah there's really nothing too egregious usually in irish cuisine i would think but I guess they got to put something in there, some gross out thing to make it funny. So what are you going to do? Yeah, I guess, you know, fine, whatever. Now that Kyle knows his heritage, he feels like, you know what? Things are looking up around here. I'm feeling great. And, and then directly and after that. Everything goes wrong. <laughs> Kyle starts becoming a very unlucky duck. <laughs> Kyle gets water splashed on him. His lunch that was in the pail falls out of his locker onto him. Uh, they, at one point, play the other basketball game, and he's terrible. Oh, yeah. He fucking sucks ass, and somehow the team manages to win despite him. Yes, thanks to Drake. <laughs> God damn that Aubrey Graham. He's just too good at basketball, even though he's in a wheelchair. He started from the bottom, <laughs> and now he's here. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love how we made an uh, actual Drake and Degrassi reference in there with <laughs> Aubrey Graham. We love that. Anyway. <laughs> so the next day after that, he wakes up even shorter than before. His pants are like falling to his feet. Like <laughs> it's very noticeable. And um, the mom is acting significantly more leprechaun-y, if that's a word. It, if it's not a word, it is now. Yeah, she she now has a stone chimney where she's like oh, she's fanning the fire. I think she was cooking. I don't know. It's very unclear. For some reason, <laughs> like... It's not just she goes Irish. She just goes old school, 1800s but, Irish. But like, the other, what the? I don't know. But the other thing is she doesn't she doesn't stay like that. She just eventually just becomes, as we said, she becomes a leprechaun and is just a short person. Like, she loses this old yeah, style. She, she loses, like, the 1800s thing when she becomes really tiny. It's very, it's not very well connected. <laughs> Some wires got crossed here. What a shock in a decom that not everything makes sense. But <laughs> Kyle is conveniently wearing a bucket hat. So we don't realize that his hair is turning orange until <laughs> later on when, it's, when he takes the hat off. Yeah, you know, there's this kid who hasn't worn a hat this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't even wear like a baseball hat or something like a, you know, a sports kid where he wears a fucking bucket hat. I don't know how popular bucket hats were in 2001, but I feel like I, had... I feel like they were kind of actually. They, they were like. I, I distinctly remember some members of NSYNC wearing a bucket hat at some point. I like. <laughs> I had a bucket hat. I think I did too. I don't ever, I don't think I ever really wore it, but I I owned one at some point. I used to wear it to the beach. <laughs> but that's basically it. And Kyle's you know, going through school, 
Oh my god, you know what's weird too about that is like he goes to fucking school and then immediately after being like the number one guy, the hottest shit that ever shit, like I said, he is suddenly a pariah. Exa- like everyone hates him. They like either just scowl at him when he walks by or they just completely ignore him. And it's like, okay, I get he fucked up the game or whatever, but you guys still won. So like, why do you have to be so mean? Because he's no longer the big dick on campus. It's no, now it's Drake. <laughs> it's Drake. So he goes to science class and Kyle realizes they're they're talking about uh magnets in science class and he realizes that his lucky coin is magnetized, which means that it's not real gold like he thought. So he's like, Oh, this is a fake. No, wait, my real co- this isn't my coin. My real coin is Someone must have stole my coin. So he is running around going crazy and he rips off the bucket hat and Russell's like, oh, nice hair. And you see his little fucking tips are now orange for some reason. I didn't know that was a thing with leprechauns. They just have orange tips, apparently. Kyle freaks out. And he says in a very obnoxious Irish brogue, Oh, saints, preserve us. I am getting shorter. And he, he runs home. Run home, Kyle. Save yourself. And when he gets home, he sees his mom. And his mom is a little itty bitty person. Yep, she is about, uh, let's say, six inches tall. And she's like, I'm a leprechaun, Kyle. <laughs> and so are you. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, Dad, are you a leprechaun too? And he's like, no, I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> this leads to the thought of how did these two end up together? How did the six-inch leprechaun get together with the man from Cleveland? Because that's all we know about him. Well, I'm guessing she was a full-size human when he met her. Okay, but in the same breath. So if I we were dating... And I suddenly dropped the knowledge on you. That you were a leprechaun? That I was a leprechaun and that if I remove this coin from my neck before we have a child, I become six inches tall. Uh-huh. How would you react to that? I mean, I wouldn't believe you, probably. I think you were joking and then you would take off the necklace and then I'd see you six inches tall. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> That's the thing. But I think by if I was in love with you, I think I would accept it. You would accept six inch tall me? <laughs> well, not like every day, but I would accept the fact that you have the capability of that. I mean, it's, you know, it's not really like accepting Superman as your husband. It's like you have to go out and risk your life saving the world every day. It's like, oh, if you take this necklace off, you become really, really tiny. If anything, it might be useful. I could t- say, like, babe, take the necklace off and then, like, go into the crevices there and clean out behind the oven or something, you know? It'd be, it could be potentially useful. <laughs> go right to cleaning small crevices. Not, hey, honey, go steal something. Because you're well, no, I'm not tall. a thief, you fucking sicko. So mom's a leprechaun and they're part of the clan O'Reilly. And the mom, well, her family kind of disowned her because she married someone outside of the leprechaun race, 
which is a nice little thing about racism there, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Race relations, yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. We, we might be reading too much into this decom. But- I'm sure we are, but let's continue. The mom and dad explained that Kyle's lucky coin is a legitimate lucky coin. It's the luck of the clan O'Reilly. And Kyle's like, oh, shit. Um, it's lost. I think someone stole it. Actually, he comes to the conclusion that the weird old man that they met at the fair is probably the one that stole it. So he's describing this little old man that was being a weird asshole to them at the fair, making fun of his shoes and shit. And the mom is like, did he have a snake on the sole of his shoe? And Kyle's like, yeah. She's like, it's my father. And I'm like, oh my God, of course it is. Well, there's even funnier part because he does tell them that he went to the fairgrounds and his father at one point looks at him and goes, what did we tell you about going to the fairgrounds? Why is that a thing? Yeah, are they selling crack down there? Like, what's going on? But apparently, the old man is named Riley O'Reilly. Ah, isn't that clever? Oh, yeah, that's so clever. And he's the CEO of the Emerald Isle Potato Chip Company. And they just assume that... He stole the coin. He stole the coin, yeah. So they decide they're going to drive down to the chip company. They try to get in, but they can't. And then Kyle peeks over and he sees... A school bus of kids being let out, and then he remembers that it's a field trip for, like, the young achievers from their school, and one of the young achievers just happens to be his friend Bonnie, so he sneaks in with the group, and Bonnie sees him. And is like, what are you doing here? And he goes, I needed your help to sneak in, because I have to see my grandfather. He works here. He's Riley O'Reilly. They both end up getting chased by security and they run right into Riley O'Reilly, who is played by Henry Gibson. A shoot the flick alum. Yes, he was the villain in The Burbs. Yes, feel free to go back and listen to that. That was a fun episode. And then we realize that not only is his hair turning orange, but now his ears are starting to become vulcanized. This is Teen Wolf. All over again, just oh, with God. leprechauns. Yeah, it kind of is, yeah. So Kyle confronts his grandpa about the coin, and he says he didn't take it. And they're trying to figure out what happened exactly, and who could have taken this coin. And Kyle mentions the Seamus McTiernan, Lord of the Dance guy yes. from the fair. And Mr. O'Reilly's like... That guy's a evil leprechaun. He's a shyster. Yeah, he's he's a greedy little fuck. So he probably took the coin. We should find him. Yes, let's go <laughs> do this because <laughs> I, they, I can't they, lose my chip empire because I invented the potato chip. Oh, yes. They casually throw that in that he's been alive for like a million years and he actually invented the potato chip, which opens a whole can of worms. Like, wait, does that mean the mom can also live for like a bajillion years and Kyle can? It, it doesn't. I don't want to think about it too hard. It hurts my brain. But yeah. anyway. Is they, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle going to live to 250? You know, they put in this fucking great line here, which I, as an actual Irish person, I actually really thought was funny and I appreciated the, the humor of it. The grandpa is playing a flute because, okay, sure. as, as you do when you're a leprechaun, I guess. He's playing a flute. Bonnie and Kyle are talking and trying to like figure out a plan and she gets so frustrated with the flute playing she goes to the grandpa and she's like do you have to do that and the grandpa goes yes i'm irish that's how i manifest despair 
I'm like, me, girl, me. And then there's one line, too, where Kyle is like, so wait, if our luck is gone and that's why my mom changed back into a leprechaun, that's why I'm changing, blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you fucking six inches tall? And the grandpa's like, it's not easy for an old man to change. And I'm like, ah, okay. That that was basically just a huge fucking plot hole that they just needed to fucking patch up. So they were just like throwing junk in there. No, it literally was. They went to him and were like, Hey, can we make you short? Because oh, I don't want to fucking deal with that. I don't want to work in front of a green screen while you make me short. I don't want to do that. Like, okay, fuck it then. Uh, so um, they drag him out to the car where he sees his daughter that they've been estranged. And his daughter slugs him. And he goes, okay, I guess I forgive you for going and marrying your husband. Blah, blah, blah. All the strife that has separated the O'Reilly clan is wrapped up in a cool... Yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, it's slapped together like most decoms, but what are you going to do? So the whole family and Bonnie are going to work together to save the day. And they're driving and they just happen to run across Kyle's best friend, Russell, because we need him to get back in the movie and join his friends on this magical adventure. Yes. They they all get together and track down Seamus McTiernan and he has this tour bus and a car chase ensues. During the the car chase, some corned beef and cabbage is thrown out of Seamus's tour bus onto the Johnson's car because Irish, you know. Oh, my mom, she makes a great corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> it's magically delicious. They blow out their tires and they lose McTiernan and they're just sitting in an alleyway with blown tires in the rain just being sad sacks of shit like oh no what are we to do we're never gonna fix this out it's just like change the tire (laughs) what are you doing you found him once within like 20 minutes i'm sure if you just change the tire you can find him again yeah but no they just sit there like sad sacks of shit and They have this whole thing earlier in the movie between Bonnie and Kyle where Bonnie basically tells Kyle, listen, you're a cocky son of a bitch and you rely on your luck for everything. You don't do any hard work and that's why you're never going to amount to shit. And, you know, Kyle is feeling all defeated and depressed now. So he's like, Bonnie was right. I'm a piece of shit. And Bonnie's like, I'm sorry. And then she goes into this whole wonderful speech about how the Irish came to America to make lives for themselves and they worked hard and blah, blah, blah. So we can do it too. Huzzah. And the sun comes out and everybody's happy. Yay. And and then the father goes, I'm going to go get a spare tire from the gas station that's down the road. Oh, we could have did that 10 minutes ago, (laughs) sir. (laughs) We didn't need this speech from the 15-year-old. We really didn't. (laughs) You're an adult. Like, you knew what to do completely. You were just being a piece of shit. But anyway, we needed the strong motivational speech to come out of a dark hole. So we needed to just throw in a sad moment for yeah. some reason. Though there is a point. I did want to bring it up real quick. Right, right as the chase begins to start, the father's sneaking around trying to look into Seamus McTiernan's Winnebago. And he looks in 
and then Seamus sees him and takes off, and the father starts running like chase him, chase him, and he's running oh like my a God. duck, like a penguin. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He's <laughs> just like his arms are down almost, and he's just flailing his hands. I he's got know. the fat guy waddle down pat. I don't know how to run. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. <laughs> I played Dungeons and Dragons in school. <laughs> oh. It's okay. I'm not judging Dungeons and Dragons. So as half of the crew goes to get the tire, the old man, Kyle and Russell, spy a rainbow in the distance. And seeing as how this is an Irish film and they're all fucking leprechauns, what do you think they're going to do, Scott? They're going to follow to the end of the rainbow and find the pot of gold. Which Russell's like, that's not how rainbows work. <laughs> And he's like, shut up, boyo. I've lived 450 some odd years. I know more about rainbows than you'll ever know. So they follow the rainbow. And of course, at the end of the rainbow, they find Seamus McTiernan's car. What a shock. That's why it makes the whole fucking previous scene seem really stupid. Because why were you so depressed and downtrodden? He was literally Um, five minutes away. (laughs) Also, the grandfather's growing a beard at this point. Oh, yeah. He's starting to like slowly change more now. So he's, he's growing this long white beard for some reason. So they now find that Seamus stopped to eat to celebrate their gold coins. They're in the restaurant, and Russell gets given the duty to watch them in the restaurant while the grandfather and Kyle break into the Winnebago to find their gold coin. And now, of course, the grandfather is magical. So he can open the safe just by waving his hand. Which begs the question, if you could do that if you have that power to just unlock the safe and get the thing well, why don't you have the power to just magic the coin back to you to why if you don't have your luck then why do you have magic at all what's the big deal that you don't have this fucking coin you still have magic a good question for another time oh my god it's so corny but i love it it just doesn't make any sense so kyle's automatically drawn to his coin but there's a pot of them so they have an argument. The grandfather's like, we should take all the gold. The gold. Mind you, the grandpa is a fucking millionaire. We've established that. They mentioned that in the movie, that he is a millionaire because he is the CEO of a major potato chip company. He invented the potato alive. chip. He's been alive for like a bajillion years, so he's got plenty of fucking money. Why does he need these coins? <laughs> he invented the goddamn potato chip. Like, it'd be one thing maybe if he wanted to take them and give them to a homeless shelter or something. Or that gi- would be a Disney channel thing to do. Or give them back no. to the other leprechauns who lost them. Oh, yeah, he does say that too, Scott. Because the guy's such a shyster, he probably stole them from other leprechauns. But then he wants to take them for himself. It's like, you're just as bad as him. It just, it's so stupid. But it's literally just an excuse for Kyle to give another like quick little speech about the hardworking immigrants again. Which is fine. That's basically the whole messaging of the movie is about how immigrants are good, which is a good message, obviously. It's a very simplistic message, but it's a good message that obviously some people in our society today don't understand. So it's still fucking relevant, apparently. But this leads to a gold storm because Seamus has found out that they're trying to steal the coin. He sends to disturbance in the force. (laughs) 
you see him just sitting in the restaurant singing Irish songs with the, with his lackeys and then all of a sudden he just stops dead and like looks off evilly and you're like oh no <laughs> and he appears in this gold storm grabs the grandfather by the beard then opens the door to the Winnebago holding the grandfather's beard yeah that didn't that was kind of confusing and then they kidnap fucking uh, Russell too and earlier in the movie the grandpa mentioned that greedy leprechauns like Seamus they can't resist taking a bet from someone if they try to bet him so Kyle because he's freaking out now because the guy's going to take his coin and his grandfather and his best friend. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, you know what? I'll make a bet with you. And he says, if I can beat you at sports, you give me my coin back and my grandfather. And you go away. And you, yeah, you fuck off. So Seamus accepts the bet and they are immediately transported to a field and Kyle and Russell are forced to play a bunch of Irish games like hurling and they do like a wrestling thing and they they, they toss a wheel yeah they, uh, they try to toss a rock Kyle can't lift the rock they do step dancing and it ends up being a tie and then Seamus explains that he wants to steal all the leprechauns luck and be king of the leprechauns. Yes, it's not <laughs> That's enough. his evil plan. It's not enough to be the lord of the dance. No, no, no. He's got to be the king of the leprechauns. Yes, the king of the leprechauns. And he, at the, the last event, which is the step dancing event, Seamus, of course dances his his irish step dance and then kyle starts break dancing to beat him oh my god it made me think of that line from zoolander which i know you don't know scott because you've never seen that movie i know that's insane everyone it's insane we're gonna get there don't you worry i'm gonna fix that but it made me think of that line where will ferrell goes they're break dance fighting so they end up being ty and seamus of course goes okay i'll be having that coin now and he's like, what do you mean? We tied. And he goes, yes, you said if you beat me. You didn't beat me. We tied. <laughs> so Kyle decides to make another bet. He says he can beat Seamus at basketball without his luck. And if he can, uh, I get the coin back and I get my grandpa back. And you have to go live in the lands of my father, the land of Erie, which is going to be important. Just put a pin in that. And then if I lose, I'll be your slave forever. And Seamus accepts. And they are immediately transported again to the finals of the basketball game at their school. Yes, they are in the fourth quarter. There's six minutes left. Russell and Kyle have now shown up to the game. And the teacher, the coach is like, where the hell were you? And Russell's just like, we were in Ireland. And he's like, okay, whatever. Just fucking play. You're in the game. Which, by the way, if two players in a high school game showed up in the fourth quarter, they would not be allowed into the game. <laughs> but uh, Seamus and his little lackeys have disguised themselves as members of the other team. They have taken over the souls of the other players. They have Wonder Woman 84 this. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ew. But anyway, Grandpa is actually chained up to the basketball hoop no one else can see him but kyle and russell and the leprechauns yes but the grandpa is not very encouraging like the first thing he fucking says when the game starts he's like you're gonna lose boyo you don't have your luck you're gonna lose hey gilmore you suck you jackass dude he's trying to fucking save your ass maybe you know 
put some positive reinforcement in there. Like the grandpa is not really a great person. <laughs> He's kind of awful. I understand why the mom kind of walked out on him now. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, they're getting their ass kicked very easily. But uh, the game's going and Kyle's parents actually show up. His mom is back to normal now, I guess, because for like a split second, they had their coin back. So she turned back to normal. Yeah. Well, it took her two days to become six inches. So I guess it only takes two hours to become normal again. Let's again, let's not think about the logic too hard. This is a decom. You don't want to fall down that rabbit hole. I'm already going down the hole. But uh, Bonnie shows up with them as well, and they're watching the game. And it's going pretty bad for a while. Seamus and his lackeys are wiping the floor with the other team. But at one point, Grandpa gives Russell just a random coin, basically a little placebo coin. And he's like, oh, it's a lucky coin, boyo. Which Russell should have saw through immediately because it's like, if you have this lucky coin, then what the fuck are we running around for looking for Kyle's coin if you have one already? A good question for another time. You know where this was directly lifted from? Space Jam. Damn straight, it's directly lifted from Space Jam. It's Mike's secret stuff, you know? And it makes the Looney Tunes good at basketball magically, but really they had it in them all along. You never needed the feather to fly. You had it in you the whole time, Dumbo. So... (laughs) Russell is making shots and the points are going up, up, up. And it's kind of contradictory to the fucking thing that the grandpa literally just said 10 minutes ago where he was like, you're going to lose. You don't have your luck. But now he's like, oh, no, he just needs a little confidence. And it's like, okay, which one, grandpa? What are we doing? They're catching up. They're down one. Well, yeah, and then Russell tells Kyle, oh, your grandpa gave me this lucky coin. And Kyle goes over to the hoop and says to grandpa, like, what the fuck, bro? And he's like, oh, it's fine. He just needed a little confidence. It's not a real lucky coin. It's just and, a nickel. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> it's Philip, the girl nickel. But <laughs> that wrong channel. The Damn wrong it. channel. <laughs> but um, this inspires Kyle to get his head in the game, so to speak. Huh? 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 Wrong movie. I know. Much better movie. At I, least I the right say. channel. So, yeah, this inspires Kyle to get his head on straight. And he's like, it's all it's all inside me. I can do this. And they start kicking ass. They end up tying with the other team. Uh, Seamus is pissed. Seamus is literally on the floor. And as he's getting up, he like his eyes are now glowing red. And he goes, give me the ball. <laughs> And then Kyle ends up passing the ball to Russell at the last second. And Russell makes the winning shot, which I appreciated. Because you know what? In so many movies, the best friend of the protagonist kind of gets the shaft. But in this instance, you, you let Russell have his moment. And that was nice. Yes. It takes a team to win a championship. Yeah, and it kind of showed that Kyle doesn't have to be like the hot shit star player to be a good basketball player and for the team to win and to succeed, which is a good, again, a good lesson. Good job, Disney Channel. Yes, and Russell's father's all excited. He's like, yeah, because... Oh, yeah, they make like little references throughout the movie to not just Russell's parents, but Bonnie's parents as well, who both of them have almost an unhealthy pressure put upon their kids which i mean you see a million times with kids in real life you know you see parents being like you have to be good at this you have to be the best you have to get straight a's all the time it's okay it's okay to not have straight a's 
But yes, so they win this game. Everybody's all happy except Seamus, who is like, fine, you won. Yeah, he kind of like snaps his fingers and clears out the whole gym except for the Johnsons, Bonnie and Russell. And they're all standing there together and Seamus is like, oh, okay, fine. I lost. Here's your fucking coin. I'll give you your grandpa back. But now I have to go back to the land of your father. Ooh, I have to go back to Ireland, the land of air. Well, yeah, because at one point he goes, yeah, you got to go back to Erie. He goes, you have to say it right. It's the land of air. And yeah. He goes, my father's not from Ireland. He's from Cleveland. Ha ha ha. And then all of a sudden he like shrinks down to the little itty bitty bitch leprechaun and gets zapped off to Lake Erie in Ohio. <laughs> as soon as that happens, everyone in the school comes back and the crowd goes wild because they just won the game and everyone's happy. And no one has any idea why this boy's jersey is just lying oh, on the yeah, floor. Oh yeah, that was so weird. Like the, because Seamus's jersey, because when he shrinks down to nothing, he zaps off the basketball jersey. It's just lying there on the floor. But like, that was a child. <laughs> like mm. that was, that was a person who, where did he go? He was there the first three quarters of the game, so he was a real person. What happened? Did what, he die? <laughs> what happened when Wonder Woman had sex with a random man? I don't know. <laughs> was he cognizant? Did he know he was having sex with Gal Gadot? I don't know. <laughs> it's not made clear. But anyway, after that, everything is wonderful. We, we meet Bonnie's father. Who? Oh, yeah. The dad comes through the bleachers and goes up to Bonnie. He's like, where have you been? Da, 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 da. And the grandpa basically covers for her. She's like, oh, she's been interviewing for an internship. Oh, but you know, we, we want more well-rounded kids in our internships. Does she perhaps play a sport? Because earlier in the movie, she was talking to Kyle about how much of a lazy shit he is. And she mentioned that she wants to play basketball and that she likes basketball. But her dad won't let her play because she's got to be a smarty pants all the time. She's got to stick to the status quo. And then immediately when Grandpa O'Reilly says that, the dad's like, oh, yes, yes, she plays basketball. Isn't that right, Bonnie? And Bonnie's like, yeah, Dad, sure. What an ass. What a bitch. What a cock. And yes, everybody's happy. Yes. And then we go to the last scene of the movie, which is like the epitome of cornball cheese-tastic Disney Channel goodness. It's Heritage Day. Kyle's doing a step-dancing performance because he's Irish and he knows his heritage now. Hooray, hurrah. And he gives a little speech. And then Bonnie comes out and they go arm in arm and sing, This Land is My Land. This Land is Your Land. (laughs) From California to to the the New New York York Islands. Islands. (laughs) And the dad like stands up and starts singing. And then other people in the audience, like the whole audience slowly like stands up and they all have like a Spartacus moment where they just slowly stand up and start singing the song together. (laughs) It's like, oh God. And then it ends on a freeze frame as you do in a decom generally. And then that's it. That's the luck of the Irish kids. And it's just a typical decom in that it's corny and just fun to like turn your brain off and admire the corniness and stupidity. But if you actually start to think about it, the implications are so many <laughs> and just so nonsensical. Side note, what happens to all the other coins now? 
oh yeah are all those coins just gonna like sit in an empty bus and then like some fucking homeless guy is gonna find them and be like <laughs> this rv's been here for a long time no the grandpa's definitely gonna go back for those coins oh damn straight because he can magically open the safe because he's a greedy little fuck that's the thing like that's why like they make it like that Seamus the whole reason for his evilness is that he's greedy but meanwhile the grandpa wants greed and power too so it's like okay <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> but anyway that is the luck of the irish yes scott what do you have this rated i have this as a one out of five it's cheesy it's dopey it's got all the problems of a decom it's the rattle meant to distract your child yeah i'd say that i mean it, i think it's a little better than that but i have it as a two out of five it's it's not good by any stretch of the imagination but it's entertaining enough just purely for nostalgia's sake if you watched this growing up you can still watch this and have a good time with it not as fun of a nostalgic time i think as high school musical or probably as some other decoms but it's still a good time and once a year on St. Patty's Day, it's not a bad watch. It's not the worst thing you can watch. <laughs> it's better than Leprechaun. I'd rather watch this than Leprechaun. Sorry, but yeah, I, I said it. Come at me, bro. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. So next week, we are going to be watching something a little different. We're, we're taking a a little turn from film because even though we do love introducing each other to movies all the time we also love introducing each other to tv shows so we want to kind of dip our toe in the tv pool and we thought the best way to do that was to start with a tv show that we actually have referenced before on shoot the flick and something that we both watched growing up and we really enjoyed so we're gonna try that out next week but until then this has been shoot the flick an official paradoja podcast and i'm frankie sparks and i'm scott eisenberg make sure you check us out on instagram and twitter at shoot the flick and check out our weekly episodes every single wednesday on itunes spotify google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast and make sure you come back next week for our tv tubular adventure may the luck be with you the luck of the irish Ooh. saints preserve us